Hello, this is Kelly Leonard, host of the Boost Podcast. Big shout out to our sponsor, Where'sMyMeeting.com. Where'sMyMeeting.com is an audio-visual production company that focuses on creating live, hybrid, and virtual events. They not only supply audio and video equipment, on-site technicians, and production managers to conferences of all sizes, they also live stream the production themselves, taking all of the work out of your hands and providing you the peace of mind of knowing that your event will go off without a hitch. They can provide the platform to host your event virtually, which most audio video companies just don't do. You want your next event to be high quality? Well, check out my friends at wheresmymeeting.com and be sure to let them know that you heard about them on the Boost podcast. Welcome to the Boost podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. In this episode, I'm chatting with Dr. Denise moore Ravel. Dr. Denise is a CEO, founder, an award-nominated best-selling author, speaker, and personal development, business, and book coach. Woo! She founded the Own Your Amazing Movement, a personal development company to help ignite and energize women to find their power in their unique voices, live their worth out loud, and create authentic and amazing lives they love. The parts of Boost we cover are build your brand and secure thought leadership space. Welcome to the Boost podcast, Dr. Denise. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) How are you? How are you? I am great, and thank you so much for having me. Now, it is my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And so for those who are listening and hearing the name Dr. Denise Moore Revel for the first time. How would you describe yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, what brings you joy. Sure. Um, I call myself an urban belle. I know most people are like, what is that? They've heard of Southern Belle, but I think I call myself an urban belle. So uh, urban is that I was born in Washington, D.C., but I was raised in the South in North Carolina, a small town. Um, One of five children. I'm the youngest of five. And so you know, very tight-knit family, um, very tight-knit community. And so uh, I grew up around love and, and, and safety. But, yeah, we had some conflicts and some challenges like most families do. Yes. But my foundation is, you know, my faith, my family, and my uh, friends. And so um, by trade, I am a speech-language pathologist. I've been doing that for over 25 years now. And uh, what brings me joy is um, helping people. I love people. Mm. <laughs> and I love communicating and connecting and uh, I love my family. I love getting together with my family and just having a really good time with one another. Wow. Well, I appreciate the fact that you led with you love people because I know we can be difficult to love at times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And I know one thing that, that you didn't mention, but that brings uh-huh. you a lot of joy in your life is the fact that you founded the Own Your Amazing Movement. And so tell us more about that. Absolutely. Um, so I founded it about, about four or five years ago, officially, but I've been on this, this journey of self-discovery for a number of years. So about five years ago, I attended a weekend retreat uh, because I was trying to get my life, you know, um, uh, I tell people, you know, I had a mirror of successes, but on the inside, I still didn't feel uh, fulfilled and happy. And I was like, it has to be more for my life. So I attended this workshop and um, the Friday night that I got there, I went out to dinner with one of the attendees and we were just getting to know one another. So next day on Saturday, um, the coach allowed each person who attended to come to the front of the room and get coaching and get poured into, right? Mm-hmm. So um, as I'm waiting my turn, most of the people going up there, as soon as they sat down, they were crying and, you know, just, you know, very emotional. Mm-hmm. As I'm sitting in my seat, I'm thinking like, that is not going to be me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they cry, but okay, you know, okay. Uh-huh. So, uh, so it's my turn to go to the front. And I tell you, as soon as I sat down, I started crying. <laughs> mm, it's, it was, look, it was the seat, Dr. Denise. It was the seat. <laughs> yeah, it was the seat. It was the seat, right? <laughs> and so the facilitator, she was like, what is going on with you? I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not happy. I'm not for feel. Mm. Uh, I just know that so much more, but I just can't figure out what to do. And so the young lady who I've gone out to dinner with the night before, she raised her hand and she said, I know what's wrong with you. Mm. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you don't know me. (laughs) 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 We just met. How do you know what's going on with me? I've been on this journey for years, you know. And so, but I didn't say any of that. I was Mm -hmm. just thinking that in my head. So I said, I said to her, I said, so what's going on with me? She said, I met you last night. She said, you're smart. You're brilliant. You're talented. She said, you're all these things. She said, but you don't own it. Mm. She said, you need to own your amazing and stop playing small. Mm. I was like, you're so right. (laughs) How did you know? And so she just really helped me to language Mm. what I had been feeling and what I had been thinking because I knew there was so much more for me to do. And so my message, my movement is about, and it's for women who know there's so much more for us to do. A lot of us, you know, I said, we look good on paper. We have the degrees. We have the titles. We have the corner office, but we're not happy because we're still playing small. We're still playing beneath our greatness. We're still playing beneath our amazingness, you know? Mm -hmm. We still have that self-doubt in our minds about, can I do it? Am I good enough? You know? And so my message, my movement, my passion now is to really help to, I don't say empower, because we already have the power from from within, Mm -hmm. but to help women to recognize and discover that power for themselves. So the movement is called, again, Own Your Amazing. And I tell women, I can't own it for you. You can't own it for me. It's a journey of self-discovery. Who are you for yourself? How are you showing up for you? (laughs) Not how are you showing up for everyone else, but how are you showing up for you? Yeah, and I loved the way that you, and I don't know if this was on purpose and or maybe I just heard the emphasis around your amazing, own your amazing movement. Because I think so oftentimes we as women too, we might see you know, a sister friend is doing uh, extraordinary things in their sphere of influence. And for whatever reason we want it, we feel like, oh, well, let's teeter into that sphere. No, 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 no. That's, that's mm-hmm. their move. Like, what is your move? What is your amazing? Yeah. How are you defining your 
amazing. And, and, you know, because there's this, um, it, there's an ease in sort of being a copycat, if you will, or mm-hmm. trying to yeah. be a co- as as opposed to you know what? Let me just sit. Let me just be. Let me just think. Let me just ponder. Let me meditate around what my what essentially God has purposed for me specifically um, to do. So Absolutely. what does my amazing look like? So I so appreciate that. And I know a book surfaced out of this movement. Correct. That's correct. So tell us more about that. <laughs> so a little bit of just a quick backstory about the book. Um, so in high school, 12th grade, English teacher told me I was one of the worst writers he had ever had. Mm. And he had been teaching for many years. <laughs> I mm. was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And so writing has always been a challenge for me. So the little bit of confidence I have with my writing, he just totally squashed that. Mm. And so from that day, that was always planned in the back of my mind. So fast forward, you know, I started to own your amazing movement. And my coach was like, oh, you need to write a book. And I'm like, no, I can't write a book. Mm. And she was like, why not? I was like, I'm not a good writer. Because my English teacher was still playing in my head. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not an author. I can't do that. that that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good writer. I'm not an author. Mm-hmm. And so she said to me, she said, well, what if you can write a book and that it could help one person? Would you be willing to willing to write it? And I said, yes, because I'm all about service. I'm all about if I can help another person, another woman to all her amazing, to understand who she is, I'm all for that. And so the book is just that. And so the book is just my message, my movement of encouraging women to own who they are. And so one of the um, main chapters in the book is called Divine Design. It's my favorite chapter. And it's foundational for this whole journey of self-discovery. So I believe that we were created by an intelligent creator Mm -hmm. for a purpose and on a purpose, you know, on purpose and for a purpose. Mm-hmm. But what, what's so beautiful about that is that each person on the planet is different from every other person on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think we, we stop and really um, take all of that in. Well, you really stop and think there are over 7 billion people on the planet and there are no two people just alike. Yeah. To me, that's amazing. So you talked a minute ago about copying. Why do we do that? Why do we copy and compare? Because there's no reason for that. There are no two people that are just alike. And so when you own your amazing the amazing creation that you are, a lot of the self-doubt, a lot of the comparison, a lot of the not sure of yourself, all those things will fall away. Mm-hmm. I believe the main issue that we struggle with so much, our identity and all those things, because we don't really know who we are and we don't appreciate that we are amazing. And so in the book, there's other chapters of like, who are you surrounding yourself with? How you have to confirm your own brilliance, how you are created you know, to be a, be a niche, to be special for someone. I say I'm not for everyone, but I am mm-hmm. for someone. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. So it's yes. up to me to show up mm-hmm. for my, you know, as who I am and my God-given brilliance and talents because someone needs me. Mm-hmm. And so that's just what the book is about. And some of the chapters, there are actually exercises for you to do so that you can really hone in on uh, the principle that I'm trying to teach in that particular chapter. So like in chapter one, Divine Design, I asked the, per- ask the reader to go get a mirror mm-hmm. and look at yourself in the mirror. Something as simple as that. A lot of times we... We look at ourselves when we're getting dressed in the morning and all those, but we're not really looking at ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I say, look at your eyes, look at your nose, look at your mouth. And to understand there's no other person on the planet that looks exactly like you. And so we have to show it fully in our amazingness. So I want people to own who they are so that they can show it more powerfully in the world and to share their gifts and their talents with those who need them. Wow. Wow. And look, and now I'm wondering, so 
what did your high school English teacher say when you uh, when you like directed the forward to him? Because look, I can be a little bit petty when I want to. When you sent him the autographed copy saying, "Look at me now, look at me now," what what you don't know me? I know, I know. Unfortunately, he passed away many years ago. God rest his soul. I thought about him. I Mm -hmm. did. Yes, I thought about him. Yes, but I know so many people have that same story. Yeah, may not be with the book but it may be someone else has spoken some type of negativity yeah. over your life yeah and that, and that stuff is still playing in your head yeah. yeah yeah and that's a message on both sides dr denise for the for the recipient for you to not allow or for us to not allow yeah. sort of those words those those damaging words those limiting words that people may have spoken over us at certain points in our lives to not allow those to box us in and or on the flip side for anyone who might be listening and who they spoke those words and understanding how that can damage someone's future potentially. And so how powerful words are. And so how we need to really just be mindful of how we are, um, you know, just showing up in spaces, especially now when we look around and we just see how divisive, uh, you know, the times are that we're living in. And so how powerful those words are. So, so thank you for that. You know, and just to, to pivot a little bit, and and maybe this is sort of in line with the the story and the words that were spoken over you by that teacher. If you had to give your yourself advice, so what advice would you have given your younger self? So knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to your younger self? I would have told myself not to listen to him because here's the thing: here it was I was in the twelfth grade mm-hmm. by now, mm-hmm. and when he said that, I needed to have being more reflective on my past successes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we diminish the successes and wins that we've had. Up to that point, I was an A, a B honor roll student. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, historically, you know, in my other English classes, I had done well, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So here was this one person yeah. that I allowed to just, you know, sap and zap the little confidence I had. So I just recommend people go back and count your wins. Mm. go back and count the wins I say little wins big wins it doesn't matter count your wins so I would tell myself and I and I continue to tell myself count your wins Mm -hmm. look how far you've already come don't allow one person or one incident to define you or to stop you and I've been able to do that in a lot of areas of my life but some I haven't and I continue to work on and I have to go back and say let me count my wins big or small because that helps to build momentum yeah, absolutely. And for whatever reason, we forget those those moments. And that's why it's so important that we journal and sort of reflect mm-hmm. on those times, because it's easy absolutely. to get caught up in the the speed bumps. And we tend to blow those out of proportion and, and diminish right. those wins. But yeah, that's that's great advice. Thank you for that. And then so and as a, a woman in business, so what are what are some of the challenges that you've faced? And, and how have you then been able to pivot and move beyond that? Wow, so many. <laughs> but, but just a few. Um, one being, again, um, being, a, being able to believe to, that I can chart my own course. 
and believing that it's possible for me to create the business of my dream. So I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs. I came from a family of um, go to college, get a good job, mm-hmm. and you keep that job. So when I decided to start my private practice, you know, I actually had a great job. I was a supervisor running the team, mm-hmm. and, I, and I resigned because I wanted to start my own. And so family and friends were like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. why would you do do that? So in the early years, I really had to believe that I could do it because a lot of people you know, around me was not believing or thought that it was not a great idea for me to step out of my own. Um, but I always told myself, you know, I'm going to take a chance on me. The worst thing that could happen, I can go back and get a job, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I needed to give me a chance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we, we put so much credit in and, and faith in other people that we only put it in ourselves. And so if I can have confidence in other people, I should be able to have that same confidence in myself. And here's the other thing I tell people. Um, when I resigned, my, my supervisor, my manager was very upset, was sad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I say that because I did a good job. And, and I tell people now, you work in these jobs and you're doing great because they're paying you well. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting yeah. bonuses and all. So you can do the work. Everybody around you can see that. Yeah. They, when, I, when I got ready to, to resign, they offered me more money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to stay. And so that just told me, well, I know I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. I take a chance on me. And I did that. And that was over 15 years ago. And I haven't been back. And so... I just tell people, believe in yourself, even if those around you do not. Um, but eventually they will, you know, as you continue to step out and do the things you need to do. Uh, a second thing is like, you don't have to do it like everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. You can do it the way it feels right for you. A um, uh, simple example was when I opened my practice and I had different service people to come in, like um, to paint, you know, put pictures or whatever. So a guy came in about hooking up my cable. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, do you want a television in your reception area? And I said, no, I work with young children. I prefer that they read books. Mm-hmm. I'm an avid reader. I want to, you know, really uh, uh, encourage kids to read and their parents to read to them while they're waiting for their appointment. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, most offices have TVs in the reception area. Uh-huh. I said, well, I don't want a TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was just trying to get me to get a TV. Right. And I had to finally say, I don't want that TV in my office. <laughs> and so you have to be able to just stand stand for what you want. Yeah. For you as simply as, you know, putting the TV in my office. Like, no, I don't want that just because yeah. that's what other people are telling me I'm supposed to have. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So no, thank you. So right now you come into my office, there's a big basket of books, you know, and I love to hear parents reading to their their little ones and stuff. So again, in business, you get to decide how you want to do it. And and the third thing is just be consistent, be consistent. And more importantly, be persistent. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's (laughs) huge. Yes. Oh my goodness. Be consistent and, but be persistent um, and don't give up and don't quit until you get whatever it is you're going for. Period. You know? Yes. Thank you so much. This has been an extraordinary conversation for anyone who's tuning in and wants more information about you or to grab your book or to tap into your um, professional or personal development coaching. What's the best way for them to connect with you? 
they can reach me at my website, which is ownyouramazingnow.com. Again, ownyouramazingnow.com. You know, you can start there. Uh, but I always tell people also to follow me on Facebook and social media at Dr. Denise on Your Amazing. Um, I'm on Facebook Live on a weekly basis, you know, um, giving, I, I do a thing called Think About It Thursday, just a few minutes of inspiration and motivation. Uh, it's where I make announcements about upcoming coaching sessions and programs. So again, start with the website, but definitely uh, connect with me on social media. Awesome. Well, we release our podcasts on Thursdays, so we'll make sure, yeah. folks, if, <laughs> if you happen to hear this and it's a Thursday, go tune into Facebook Live and hear Dr. Denise just share some nuggets of wisdom to help you to own your amazing. So thank you so much for your time, Dr. Denise. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that concludes this episode of The Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 